Welcome to Running Out of Space, a podcast about collectors, their collections, and how they make room for it all in their lives. My name is Adam Grabarnik, and I've been a collector since I was a child. It began with stickers, which led to comics, which led to toys, sneakers, posters, pins, wine, and on and on and on. Taking a wide-angle view of my obsession for ownership, I've come to see how my collections have become intertwined with my personality and sense of identity. Speaking with other collectors on the internet and in real life, I've come to see that I'm not alone. The Running Out of Space podcast is a celebration of the spirit that unites all collectors. Because it doesn't matter if you collect paintings, watches, stamps, cars, guitars, or Barbie dolls, there is a common component within the collector themselves that transcends the object collected. Though the trophies may be different, the hunters are more similar than they know. My guest today is Joey Wunz, a New Yorker to the core and member of the crew Gore-Tex Hoarders. Passionately devoted to collecting archival gear from the North Face, Joey took me back to the 1990s, when technical mountaineering gear was merging with street culture to become a new style touchstone. Whether it be protection from a Himalayan avalanche or dodging swarms of fashion victims in Soho, Joey's collection has him covered. To see selects of my guests' collections, follow the show's Instagram at Running Out of Space Podcast. Welcome to the show, Joey Ones. You got your Gore-Tex Hoarders hoodie on? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Got to nice. represent the culture, GTH, you know, to the fullest. How'd that start? Uh, Gore-Tex Hoarders, long story short, um, I've been collecting Gore-Tex since 93, but how GTH started was um, my um, person that I'm with right now. When I met her, I noticed that she had like a lot of bins, a lot of boxes. And I was like, um, what do you have in those bins? And she's like, oh, you know, um, clothes like from junior high school and high school. And I was like, wow, that was one side of, you know, I didn't know about her like that. And I was like, that's pretty interesting. So what are you telling me? You're like a hoarder? And she was like, yeah, I guess so. But like a clean hoarder. And I was like, all right, official. And I was like, well, you know, I like Gore-Tex. She was like, yeah, I know. But I don't necessarily hoard Gore-Tex. So it was just kind of like a joke. And we put those two things together and bow, Gore-Tex Hoarders was formed. Is clean hoarding also referred to as collecting? Is that a good way to kind of describe it? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely. what? So what was the first piece that set you off where you're, you, you realized the power of Gore-Tex, the style of it? Like what, what kind of um, sparked it for you? Um, to music videos, seeing the rap videos, seeing them in the, in the gear. But I mean, to make the transition to Gore-Tex, I mean, once I saw North Face, I already, I already fell in love with North Face, but it's a difference. Like a lot of people don't understand. Like, of course, North Face makes backpacks and, a lot of people recognize like the the puffers, the Nipsey jackets, but I mean, when when it comes to like technical outdoor, you think about the shells, and that's that's what I was definitely interested. So that's what got me into because I already had like a, a few pieces that was Gore-Tex, but wasn't of course North Face. Like I had a I had a Euro Hiker by Timberland; those were Gore-Tex, and I had like a hat that was Gore-Tex, but 
not to the extent. Where are we talking from? Where, I'm in California. Where are you? Are you in New York? Yeah, I'm in New York, the Bronx, baby, home of hip hop. Nice. So uh, where would you go to get your pieces? Would you like go to, into the city like to Paragon and stuff like that? Or were there other shops? Well, we always had Paragon Sports, but I mean, I'm OG. I got most of my gear from Tent and Trails. Shout out to Tent and Trails. They ain't there no more, but yeah, Tent and Trails. That's where I got most of my gear. Where was that? Um, downtown Park Place, 21 Park Place to be exact. WTC. That's what we call it for short. Oh, like, um, so when did that close? I lived in New York from only a few years from like 97 to 01. So, oh, so I don't, I'm not familiar. Open. Go ahead. Yeah, 97 to 01, they were still open. Oh, they were? Maybe yeah. I missed it. I don't know. I would go to Paragon a lot and they had a lot of good technical stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I snowboard. Uh, I, um, I, uh, I'm into snow sports. So I'm familiar with Gore-Tex. I'm familiar with the super tech stuff, right. but, um, it really took kind of the, the, the New York style to, kind of make me realize how cool it was for me it was kind of just like mountaineer stuff but mm. i would see cats like on the street wearing it and they really knew how to put it together so um i when i heard about you and your collective i knew we had to talk because not only uh am i interested in your collection but it's also kind of like a um look into like new york style so right. i'm really excited that we meet thanks so much for making this happen no doubt, no doubt. Of course, of course. I mean, a very good friend of mine is the one who was like, yo, Joey, like, you know, because I kind of slowed down, like being in the limelight and stuff. But he was like, yo, Joey, I know you're not really comfortable doing like all these shows and podcasts and stuff. I know you want to like chill out and just lay back. And I was like, I do. But he was like, this, this guy out there, man, I'm telling you, you really need to connect with him because as you said, he's from New York. He knows about gear and he's he's getting in depth and he's going to blow up. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, you know. I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind speaking and sharing my knowledge, but he was like, trust me, bro. Sometimes when you speak to people, they really just, you know, just talking off the talk. Yeah. But he was like, this guy, he's in there. He understands. So I was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So like what rap who what rappers were like wearing Gore-Tex? Like in 93, who was who was doing that? Just the New York guys? I mean, well, I'm gonna be honest. I'm 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 New York to the fullest, so I'm only gonna you know, look at New York cats, but I mean, yeah. there was a lot of cats out there doing it, but I mean, you could look at most hip hop videos. Of course you would see LL Cool J rocking. He had the mountain light, but um, I mean, it's, 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 it's mostly like a New York thing. I really didn't see videos like that much seeing cats, like maybe like from LA or from like, cause of course, you know, the climate thing mm -hmm. rocking like North face and stuff, but you know, we from up North winter time, you know, the bricks, the coal. And then, like you said, you know, anything we wear, we like to, throw like a little swag to it. So, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, emulate the music videos. But I mean, that's where I got all my knowledge from like video music box. We would run home yeah. from school and you would throw on video music box. You want to see the, the new videos coming out. And that's where you see the gears, the rappers. That's what made it. Now people go on social media to see what's happening. But like for our generation, I feel like we're in the same age group. Mm. It, for us, it was music videos. Like those were our magazines. That was our way yeah. into seeing what was cool, what, you know, the fashion of the time and um, just kind of see how things were done. That was like the glimpse in. It was like music videos and yeah, yeah, yeah. like MTV and, and like BET and stuff like that. Though. You can't so forget what? the cafeteria strip though. Like you see, like me, put it this way. I'm from Manhattan and I went to high school in um in Southside Jamaica in Queens. So there's two elements of the of the strip, especially if you're like, you know, like an urbanite like myself, traveling when you're on the bus and the train, that whole ride, like you don't even want to sit down. You want to stand up. You know, I mean, 
I should be kind of ashamed of saying it at this age, but you want to flam. You want people to see your gear from head to toe. Mm-hmm. So basically, that's kind of like your, your first glimpse of style. You'll see cats. Like I said, I'm traveling from Manhattan. You'll see the Uptown style. I'm passing through Brooklyn. You see how Brooklyn cats do it. And then you see Queens. So you get to see the transition. And then not only that, but when you go to school, like I said, you know, the strip, the cafeteria. Basically, when you over there, you want to line up. When you lining up, if you have gear on, all eyes is on you. So that's where you get to see, like, the style. And then when you see it on the music video, you'll be like, oh, okay, I understand what's going on. Because, you know, 90s, like, when it comes to, like, our style, you, you got to give a shout out to, like, Ziggy. That music video, Uptown Bounce, like, you see the style. You see the colors. You see how they rock it, like, head to toe. So basically, most New Yorkers, they wanted that style, yeah. you know, head to toe. Where did that originate? Is it a function thing? What the head to toe? The technical style. I mean, you got to give that. You got to give that to to the low heads, to the low lifes, man. Like you got you got to because I'm like like I said, I'm from Manhattan. You wouldn't really see the style that much unless you travel. Like that's the way how you have to travel and mass transportation. That's what you're gonna see it. Yeah. I mean, only if you're wearing it too. Like if you're traveling that way, it's like a double edged sword because I mean. If they're out there mobbing, like if they're in a crew and they see you rocking some gear, they may come over there and want to take your gear. Right. But you got to give it to you got to give it to them, man. I mean, a lot of heads did it before. But when those crews joined up, when when, when low lives joined up and you had like, you know, the Ralphie kids and, you know, you you have to just give them their props because the way how they put it up. So technical with the gear. Yeah. The colors together with the baggy jeans, with the boots. I mean, they the ones who flammed out Gore-Tex. Like, if it wasn't for them, you probably wouldn't even really hear about Gore-Tex like that. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. No, Sir Mix-a-Lot did it in his video and his song when he was talking about Gore-Tex. But I don't think it really hit like that. Because hearing them the way how they doing it, boosting, going on on, on Mia's and running and they out there trooping. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> Got to give it to them, man. Was were, were the low lives into polo sport too, or just strictly like mainline Ralph and and nah, uh, it was all things low? I mean, that's yeah. why hence the name, like low life. You know, right. all things low, polo sport, polo country, yeah, polo outdoorsman. Like, I mean, the whole line, stadium. Like, yeah, with them, you could go on for days. But I mean, the way I always remember seeing it, like like I said, in the Ziggy video when you, when you saw that patch, that high tech patch, or you yes. saw the polo patch. That's that's where the game started changing. When you start seeing dudes wearing the vest and then they have like the jacket with the vest, that's like you're layering it up. Not only are you layering it up to let people see how many pieces you got on, but it's like a science to it. You can't just throw on mad pieces. I mean, come on, you're gonna right. look stupid. Right. You know, so but yeah, you gotta give it to them, man. I'm telling you, they they the blueprint. Far as far as I, I wanna say it, that's the whole blueprint. That's where I get the head to toe from, like the face heads, that's another crew out of Brooklyn. They're, you know, they, they they do it the same way how the lowlifes do it, head to toe, everything face. You know, shout out to the face heads in Brooklyn, man. Face heads, that's yeah. a good moniker. I like that. Yeah, man. But I mean, don't try to steal it, though. Like, No, 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 no. And, yeah, We're they take that personal. I mean, a yeah, lot no, of crews no. take they, take their title personal. <laughs> I get it. Why not Patagonia in New York? I mean, nah, don't get me wrong. Patagucci has his, has his following. I mean, but, I mean, Gear has his following. It's not just North Face, though. Like, you... Yeah. Back in the day, you ain't just going to say like face. You, you got to throw in Columbia. Like I used to rock Columbia hard. The only reason why I stopped rocking Columbia, because at that time I couldn't find Columbia, you know, Gore-Tex Columbia. That's the reason why, you know, because, you know, 
not only seeing, you know, North Face in the movies, Red Dawn, you see it in Gremlins, like, you know, those little cameos, you see the gear. And if you're like a movie buff, you pay attention to stuff like that. But were they wearing North had, Face in Red Dawn? What, bro? Like, for real? Were they? serious, man? Yeah, man. You don't remember the scene, like, where, where all of them got together, Jed and all of them, there was in the truck and, and they got to the shop, to their father's shop. I remember the like, movie. I don't remember they were wearing North Face, though. That's a that's oh, some good yeah. The, yo, my man, the, peep it. Like, check the yeah. bubbles. You're not going to see the big logo because, of course, it's brown label. Right. Made in USA. So remember, this. we're talking um, 84, 85, 86. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, bro, I had the VHS, man. I, bur I burnt it. That's what right. basically turned me to, you know, like a survivalist. Always, you know, no disrespect, but always waiting for that day to come, but praying it don't. But, yeah, man, that, that movie... Look at it, like look at all the scenes, all the epic scenes. Like look at the backpack. Right. They have like three epic backpacks that's in there. Big, big body backpacks like the Jansport. Yeah. They have the bubbles, and 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 you see it like when he's going in the store and he's telling him, "Yo, go get those um, get the sleeping bags, get the da da da, get this, get it." Yeah, man. Yeah, North Face is definitely in that, man. I've never of heard of Red Dawn as a um, as a flagship for style. That's interesting. Yeah, man. Didn't you see how they put it together? Because I get it now. I, mean, I totally get Charlie it. Sheen. Charlie Sheen didn't even want to. I don't know if you really paid attention to the movie, but look at it. Like Charlie Sheen, he stood in his in, in his varsity jacket. He stood in his Wolverine's jacket. I remember that. He wasn't digging it because outdoor style wasn't a style. Like, right. That was dirtbag. Like, shout out to Conrad Anchor. I'm using his words, but um, that that's all dirtbag. Like, remember, like. If it wasn't for the low heads, the style probably would have came out, but it wouldn't have came out like the way how, how they did it. Like they made it a fashion statement. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of people wore North Face, but you ain't see it like that. Like look at Michael J. Fox when he wore his, um, what they thought, they thought it was a life preserver vest. Remember That's a Michael North Face? Fox? Come on, bro. Like there's a lot of movies that you can see. Look at Gremlins when dude comes out where he has to jumpstart the car. That whole yep. parka, that's a North Face parka. And yep. then he has on the New Balance Gore-Tex boots. You know, like, I mean, there's many movies like Jackie Chan. He yeah. had, like, look at that movie First Strike where he has on the, 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 the suit. The, right. I'm still trying to get the bib. Like, so all these things, not only is it hip hop, but it's also in the movies. You got to remember, like, movies, music, that's all pop culture. That all stays in, embedded in somebody's head. But so somehow, now, somehow mm -hmm. it, it takes like New Yorkers to figure out how to style it out. I mean, I don't know. Because like look at Jackie, bro. Like look how Jackie wore it. Look how Jackie wore it in that in that flick. Like, I don't know if you remember that movie. Remember, he, he took it off the rack that was in somebody's closet. He's trying to hide and run from the enemy and he's trying to camouflage himself. And what does he do? He throws on a yellow and black mountain jacket with the bib. Yeah. But the I, way is this, he, I don't think I've ever seen First Strike. I gotta check uh, that out. You're, you're giving me homework now. Oh, my bad, man. There, man there's good. so many movies. There, there, there's, I could go on for days, man. Of course, I'm Joey once, but I don't mean to ramble, but I don't no. only want to say New Yorkers, like, because, like, I don't want to give it all to New York, man. Like, it's just that New Yorkers have a certain type of swag. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the only thing, because, like, right now, if you look at, if you look current, like, look at, like, look at the internet. Look at all this, you know, I hate to say the, the, the term, but Gorkorp or whatever you want to say it, like. Those dudes, ain't none of those dudes that's, that's doing the stuff right now from New York. You know, we had, you know, the Asian market, like those guys over there are killing it. Sure. I have like one of my homeboys, you know, shout out to Zilla. He killing it. He's killing it. Like, and these are people not from New York, but they adopted the style and then made it a little bit more technical. Not, yeah, I'm not, kind of referring not urban to like, like how we wear it. Not I'm, urban like how we wear it. Right. 
I'm referring to like night, like nineties to kind of, I'm referring to kind of like the um, idea of like um, incorporating the streetwear styling, uh, taking like mountain wear and mountaineering wear and like um, um, highly technical stuff and bringing it to the street. I'm referring it to that way. Like, yes, you always had like those like really fly, like, Swedish people that you would see with like the cool backpacks and the parkas and stuff. And yes, you definitely saw like people in Japan rocking it, but like mm-hmm. it takes like, you know, a city kids, I guess, I guess New York is kind of a small bubble to say that it takes city mm-hmm. kids to do that. Yeah. The urbanites. I mean, I mean, but you got to understand, we always want to look like other people though, like street kids, like me growing up, I wanted to look like the dudes that was on the block, like hustling. Like, in all actuality, the first time I seen North Face, like, you know, like, literally, like, vision-wise, where I was like, yo, I was I was in 8th Ave with my dad. Like, I can't even remember what we was doing, but we was over there by the bus terminal, by Port Authority, and I'm always going to remember that image. I, when I first saw it, it was, like, six guys, and they all had on the red and black Sagamartha, the three-quarter joint. And I'm telling you, this is, like, 89. I'm not, no, no lie. And when you see all of them wearing it like that, like I first, when I first saw it, I, I thought it was first down. I didn't even yeah, think it was right. North Face, like, because the logo, like that big logo, it wasn't really like, in 89, you didn't really see it like that. No. You saw it still, it was still the small logo. You wasn't seeing the big logo. So when I saw that, all this is like imagery that's in my head. I was like, wow. And I showed, I was like, dad, look at those guys. And you know, no disrespect, my father was like, I bet you they're drug dealers. Because you can see those jackets, like, I'm talking people weren't wearing that type of gear back right. in the day. They weren't. And, th- and those were drug dealers. Those were dealers. And in all honesty, it's kind of like a funny game because it's like rappers want to look like drug dealers and then drug dealers want to look like rappers. Right. It's I like mean, a symbiosis. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it, if it really makes sense. But I mean, but look at it. You know, look, I mean, look at the block huggers. They're the ones who have the money to buy that shit in all actuality. Yeah. Some rappers don't have that money until they make it to buy it. So, right. But it's definitely it's definitely New York, and like you said, the kids. But remember, at the end of the day, you know the lowheads. Those were kids, bro. Like when they started, they started that like in eighty what eighty eight. Those were wow. a bunch of kids, man. Yeah. You know, they just wanted to look different. And remember, when they started, they didn't start with polo. They started with other brands like you know Gant, Izod, Claiborne. These are just brands that probably didn't make it. You know, like nowadays you hear everybody talking about um, like what Pop Smoke is, that brand. I can't even remember the brand right now because I'm not really into brands like that. Uh-huh. But you could just see the transition of the strength that what rappers can make a brand pop. Right yes. now, any rapper could like really hype up like Patagonia. Like you were saying, why, why not Patagonia? What, not that many rappers hyped up Patty, like Patty Gucci, you know? Right. That's why they didn't make it. So kids, yes. Rappers, yes. Like if the kids take it and the rappers take it, it'll blow up anything. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's originally tech, very technical. So for, for dudes and females probably too, most likely to see that and to have the vision of like, that's going to, that, that, that looks really good. I'm going to wear that on, uh, on the street. I'm going to wear that um, out in the city. That's, that kind of takes vision. That's style. That's real style. Look, I mean, look at DMX, bro. Like look at DMX and sticky fingers. Like, when you look at those guys, like, yo, my man, Heli Vest. Yes. Heli, the, the whole search and rescue or, you know. Yes. I mean, I'm going to call the, the hood names. Heli Vest, the whole search and rescue suit. Yeah. When you see DMX, like, look at in, in the in the, yes. in the one, two, three, four video 
you see him in the hydration vest, like the yes. goggles, like it's it's all about the style. Like yes. there's even a rap song that I, I probably can't recall it right now, but they'll, they say, yo, I think it was Red Man. He said, we, yo, we wear gear for like hunting. We wear hunting gear. Right. You know, like he said it in one of his in one of his flows, like like they wearing Tim's, Carhartt, the bright orange shit with like the duck camo. Yes. This is not made for the way how we the way no. how we rock it. I always say like when it comes to North Face, Alpine gear. I mean, that's it was, what it is. It's, it's Alpine gear in yes. all actuality. But look how we rock it though. Like, yo, my man, I went I went to August Martin, so that's South South Queens. Uh huh. Ninety, you know, we're talking like 90, 90 to ninety four. Uh -huh. Carhartt and like Car Kanai Champion. I still love Champion though. Those yeah. are the brands that those dudes was rocking out there. You when you saw somebody rocking technical gear like gear, yes. you're like, oh, most likely they from Brooklyn. Like the first time I seen Trini with North Face, where he had the whole suit. I mean, he was from Brooklyn. A Trini dude, he looked like a Dogla. You know, he looked like he's like you know dark skin. He looked like he could be like East Indian, but he's from Trinidad. He's a Dogla. He got the nice hair, so he had the fade. Yeah. With the little with the little ponytail with the windsuit with the harachis on, yo, he was banging, he was colorful. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing about the gear, like the colors, it was different from that grunge look, like what um Daz FX was rocking. And uh -huh. you know, like at that time, also Red Man was rocking, like when he did rock his little North Face, it was dark colors. People didn't want to be seen in right. all actuality. Like if you're, doing crime, if you're doing crime and you're like you're selling drugs, you right. really don't want to be seen. Like right. you wanna you wanna look different. But you really don't want to be wearing no bright colors. Right. Look at DMX, like the right. whole bright yellow and black heli suit. Yeah. You know, like look at look at high vis trans red, yeah the, the transition from black, like subdued to high vis. Yep. And I mean, and all that and all that's hip hop because like when I seen that video, I'm like, yo, what the hell is that straw thing going on there? Like I didn't even right. know there was a hydration bladder. Like it made me want to do homework. So I would go. I would literally walk from 90th all the way to Park Place to Tenton mm -hmm. Trails. I would be there like every day. Finally, they were like, yo, why don't you just take the catalog? Because they seen I wanted to learn. Yeah. And I wasn't buying. I was a window shopper. Sure. Didn't have it like that. So not I would cheap stuff. It. Especially no, Gore-Tex. No, nowhere near cheap. Like back right. in the day, if those kids had it in all actuality, like I'm not trying to shout it out, but most likely it was boosted. Mm -hmm. Or if not, they, they purchased it from a booster. Like when I got my first piece, it was purchased from somebody who boosted it. So, it, it, you know, how you say half price new? I mean, it's, it's expensive gear, bro. You yes. you would see gear kids like with the with the with the Gore-Tex boots on, two hundred dollars back then. Yo, that's a lot of money. Right. Oh yeah. The whole suit. Let's say, yo, you got kids going to school in thousand dollar gear, and they're switching it up. It's like every day, bro. Right. Like straight up. We didn't do it. I didn't. Do, in my early day, we didn't do it like that. Right. I'm talking. This is later, ninety eight, ninety nine. Because by then, you know. We have the videos, we have people going back and forth. We got people cutting mm -hmm. class in different schools, playing hooky. Mm -hmm. So now it, it, it spreads like wildfire. Yeah, you know, uh, so I'm originally from Miami Beach. I grew up in Miami. So right. we had okay. no, obviously no need for Gore-Tex, but what right. was big what was big for us and the kids who were into hip hop and the crossover for skating too, like in the 90s, mm -hmm. Nautica was big, right. Tommy was big, Polo was always around. Right. Um, so I, I get where you're talking about when you're like, you mentioned, um, the low life's like first getting into like Claiborne and kind of like those like department store brands that kind mm. of weren't, they were kind of not, it was something like your parents wore, but you weren't wearing it the same way that your parents wore it. Oh, uh, you wearing it oversized, you wearing yes. it bigger. You, Cause like I say, you, you want to swag it out. Like, yes. I mean, 
it, 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 it's a style. Like, I mean, look at um crisscross. Look at look at the way how and those dudes, they're from Atlanta. Those were little kids. I'm talking, we're talking 93. Yeah. Look at the video. They have on like the the the, the fat sneakers, the air raids, they have this the jeans on backwards, but the jeans are like super duper baggy. Right. So and and then look, they're wearing like the starter jacket or the starter hat with the Mm-hmm. So it's all about it's all about trying to swag it. It's all about like I guess you know you want to look different. Yeah. Because I'm telling you like, no disrespect, we could take anything and wear it, and we're gonna wear it different, and people are gonna notice us. Yeah, there is something. Us. There is something about, and that's probably lost now, just because of the internet and everybody kind of just looks at what everybody else is doing, and in a good way, like we kind right. of. People can see all over the world now how people are dressing and the style and incorporate it right. into their own flavor, but. Right. For a long, New York had it on lockdown for a very long time. You always had kind of like that West Coast flavor and maybe the Southwestern stuff. But in terms of like for city kids, it was mm. New York. You know, you go out to New York, you go to the shops. Where'd you get those? Oh, I got it in New York. Where'd you get that? I went to New York. I went to this shop there. Um, I remember when I left, when I left Miami to, uh, for college, I went to Syracuse. Wow. And I didn't know how to dress for the winter. Like I, 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 knew, <laughs> I, I knew how to go. I right. knew how to go to like snowboard somewhere and what to wear for snowboarding but i didn't know how to do it casually like i just didn't i i couldn't figure it out i never had to figure it out like i never had i never had i never had a need for sweaters i never had a need for like warm pants right um but it took the it took seeing the kids from new york took seeing the kids from new york state to kind of figure out for me what connected for me as a city kid um how to kind of put it all together and that's kind of when I I personally discovered how cool North Face was, because for me, it was always like, oh, that's like mountaineering stuff, which is cool. It looks cool, right. like, you know, on Sven in, right. you know, on this photo of, right. uh, you know, summoning a mountain. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to incorporate it into everyday style. So when I started seeing some of these kids, these New York kids, and I'm talking even New York State, Buffalo kids, kids right. from like Albany, wearing like layering it with the North Face vest and putting it all yeah. together. Yes. I think something clicked for me. Yes. You know? And, and the thing is, is like, in all actuality, it's kind of, it's like a bug, man. It's kind of like, and it, and it happens with, I don't, I don't want to say it happens with everything because a lot of people look at me and they're probably like, yo, you got a problem. Like you're sick. Like you wear North Face like every day, like every day, summer, winter, fall. And the thing is, is like, once you get one and you like it, you end up getting them like all, like every yeah. color. Yeah. And it becomes a sickness. And I mean, it's funny. It, it, it hasn't happened with other brands. Like, I've never really bought any other brand before since, like, 93. I've tried to always, like, talk people into the brand. And I've tried other brands. Like, the other day I bought an ARC jacket. And, and you know, and I'm just, you know, being honest, I just wanted to see what it was about because, you know, you see the trends and all that. And I was like, yeah, all right. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. It's technical. And, you know, the Dead Bird Society and all that. but. I mean, I did, I haven't gotten I haven't went and bought another one. Tell me why why North Face for you? For me personally, I mean, the movies like Red Dawn, and then like how I got my first piece, like you know, the way how I got my first piece, it was a it was a birthday gift. So it's just I guess the memories, you know. Sometimes they say people get stuck as far as like the way they dress when they had the best memories. A lot of people say that. And I guess the 90s for me, you know, 93 was a good year for me. And I, I guess I must have just got stuck. And I mean, it's good gear. Like, in all honesty, like, 
if it didn't have the logo on it, I mean, because I would still rock it. Like I'm, I'm right now. I'm searching for like a couple of pieces that didn't have the logo on it. You know, not a blacked out logo, but no logo at all. And it's just, it's just good gear. I may not say. I don't want to say this. I don't want people to take it out of context, but some may say, and I may not say it, but some may say that the quality of, you know, TNF has, you know, fallen off a bit. It's like, it's not really like um, a technical brand anymore. It's more like a fashion brand. Like they're trying to like, you know, get numbers out, but I have certain pieces, like certain pieces that come out. Yeah. I'll, I'll collect those and I'll get every color. I'm sorry. It's a sickness. So yeah, you ask why North Face? I mean, why not? I like you know, <laughs> you know why not? What have you bought recently from North Face? Um, a mountain jacket that we're waiting to come in. It's a um, it's an '86 mountain jacket. Mm-hmm. It's high vent, and of course, you know, like I have a thing with mountain jackets, like mountain jackets and mountain lights. So, yeah. um, and it's a new colorway that came out. So you know, I figured, you know, why not? You know, the wifey saw it. She was like, "Hey, I like that." Yeah, she's like, you know, it may, it may not be your style, but you know. Why don't you get it? So, you know, but I mean, I can't help it. Oh, yeah. Basecamp wallets. I'm always buying Basecamp wallets. I have like a sickness like with the wallets. Why is that? Um, I don't know. I guess it's just like a way to represent like when you go pay for something. Yeah. And you'll look at somebody else and like they'll hear the Velcro like. <laughs> and then, you know, and that person will look and they'll be like, yeah, I see you. You there know, is so something very know. soothing about that sound when you hear. Yeah. Velcro yeah. yeah especially, especially when you're going to go pay for something, too. Like, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> oh, shit, what was that? Yeah. Oh wow! Oh okay! Oh, you're a face head. You got like a lot of face stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who says that North Face has lost quality? I mean, especially like with Gore-Tex stuff. I mean, that's pretty much if you see someone's Gore-Tex, you know it's gonna last a long time. I mean, yeah, I, but- there is like a. I have heard that like um, since they changed their distribution, people complain about the North Face quality, but I I haven't heard anybody saying for like functionality that North Face has fallen off. What, bro? You man, listen. Um, I mean, I, I know I slow down a lot, like, cause I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing, cause I'm not bashing. Sometimes I may say I'm brutally honest, but I mean, hey, we have like a small community, we have like a small following, and you know, hence the name, of course, you know, Gore-Tex hoarders. But you know, don't get it twisted. We don't only wear Gore-Tex, you know, cause they'll have some pieces that TNF will come out with that is not necessarily Gore-Tex, but it's you know, it's fire. Yeah, but. I mean, TNF USA, they really don't deal with um, Gore-Tex anymore. They, they, they moved away from Gore-Tex. But TNF um, Japan, even though it's kind of like a different, you know, it's Goldwyn. But, I mean, you know, it's still TNF. All the stuff they coming out with is Gore-Tex. Right. And, 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 and it's fire. What do you mean? What do you mean North Face is Goldwyn? Is, what do you mean? Well, okay, I'll put it this way. Um, Japan... North Face and North Face USA, it's like two totally, two totally different. VFC owns TNF USA. Right. And Goldwyn has, um, but you see like um, Purple Label, like that's like their own thing. Oh, so, okay. Like, so I don't know if you ever remember like the proto- the prototype store in Brooklyn. No. We used to have like a special store. It was a specialized store. That I don't I don't know how they worked that out, but they used to sell a lot of JDM, TNF JDM, you know, like wow. And it was like purple label. And I mean a lot of beautiful stuff. And oh Lord, I, I hate being so tall. Like I'm 6'4. Uh-huh. So that stuff is like not gonna fit me. What year was this shop around? Um, it was around like what, like uh 
maybe like what like four years ago oh okay I mean, well, it's not like an old vintage shop no 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 it's not like an old vintage shop it was like it was like like a little it was like a little shop in brooklyn yeah or like it was like an urban shop yeah you know like they called it the prototype store like we we even had parties there like it, it, it was beautiful man the only reason they're not there i think is because of the space that they chose i think there was something like wrong with the space like architecturally anytime yeah. it used to rain i think it used to like flood or something like that but the whole idea of getting that community together so you would get like urban community you would get like the the neighborhood community and then the alpine community they will all just yes. meet up in this one spot and they would like throw parties they would throw events and it, it was a beautiful thing i mean it's not there anymore and it's definitely needed because when you go to the to the normal flagship stores it's just basically like retail you know you go there right. you, you you buy and then you get out but when, when right. it was the prototype store it's more like a like a home place like they had couches you could sit down you could meet people they had like a little back a little area where they used to do the barbecues it was good it was good it's definitely missed but i mean our community that we have like we're very anal so that's why you may hear me say like the quality has fallen off because we're used to you know the vintage gore-tex and then when they did release gore-tex you know we rather you know most dudes rather gore-tex they're paying that money they rather get gore-tex you know versus you know the other technologies you know but yeah, like awesome. i said i'm not bashing them but you know that's what we rather you gotta remember this gore-tex i mean it means so much you know seinfeld i mean it's just so many things like you know it just has that meaning like people it's kind of like i don't know like back in the day if you ever heard of like the cuomos and i'm talking about like back in the day you uh -huh. know a lot of people would tend to like vote for anybody that has that cuomo name for the simple fact is that they was just so used to hearing cuomo Sure. Mario Cuomo, you know, da, da, da. so grow up, you always hear Gore-Tex, 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 you know, you, you respect it. Sure. And that's what you want to pay your money for. And plus, you know, it, it, it has a guarantee, man. I mean, like, I love Gore-Tex. Like, you always see, like, something referring to, like, my name, like, with, like, a Gore-Tex logo or yeah. the diamond. Like, yep. I mean, a lot of people has flipped it. Like, why not? But, yeah. That's I mean, that's, I, I always, I've always known it for as like uh, a moniker of quality that it's not it's not gonna it's not gonna lose its function when you need it to especially right. like in the snow or on a mountain like it's not gonna crap out that's what you're paying for it's not gonna rip on the lift line it's not gonna you know shred on, when you put it over your boots or whatever like it's gonna stay pretty tough yeah. um what year are those behind you all right are those vintage one, yeah this one now these, these are my this is my, my my baby right here this is my 92. wow no logo ladder lock gore-tex made in philippines i mean i have some other ones but like th these are like my favorites these are my, like my go-to these are like the new ones these are all the retros the 1990 retros. so you have the persian orange if i'm not mistaken i think you have like the city green and mm -hmm. the tumbleweed and then you know we have um damn i can't remember the name of that purple it's not that's a nice purple. purple yeah and i i i call it like barney purple like they came out with fox <laughs> purple it was more like a plum yeah. yeah, I love this purple though. Is the yellow one from you said it's from 92? Yeah, it's 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 from 92. It's the one that basically that um uh TNF used to reference like to bring these jackets out. Yeah. Um, anytime TNF like um called us like to do any type of like archive projects with them, we will always bring that out. They did a um they did a 50th celebration with like um Vice magazine and Garage magazine. We brought that out. Wow. So like it's it's like a vintage piece. I also have like the older one, the silk screen. Like I 
basically i try to collect like all years of the mountain jacket yeah you know because it's, it's like i said it's a sickness you know so when did the mountain jacket like when was the first issue of that one um 85 wow and how hard is it to find an 85 edition are they all shredded up because like it was just all oh, no no guys? no in, in all actuality you'll find the problem with the 85s and of course it, it all depends about about if you want it like for a function for memorabilia or if you want to just have it because the 85s they're silk screen mm. so you may see an 85 on ebay and see that the the logo is like the, you may think it's like deteriorating and right. you may not even know that it's silk screen because you may not have that knowledge and you may be like oh wow the embroidery is shot so you may not even want to buy that jacket right. but a real collector will know like yo that joint is silk screen bro like yo it's faded you see how, how that shit's faded bro so it, it all depends on the collector. Like, it all depends on the buyer. Like, because, you know, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm an OCD buyer. So when I buy a jacket, I don't want no marks on it. I yeah. don't want no stains on it. I want it in pristine condition. Right. But I'm also a collector that also collects things, like, for archive reference. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll buy a, a jacket that's, that's silkscreen and it's all beat up because I'm looking at the inside. I want to see if the inside has the mesh mm -hmm. lining or no lining at all. And if it does have the mesh lining, does it have the logo with the guy inside wearing it, the whole suit? Oh. So, so it has like, you have like different years when it comes to like the 85 silk screen mountain jacket. Was the was the functionality there from the from 85? Were the jackets bomb proof? They just had, oh. but, they, but they were still silk screened? The silk screen was just, was just the logo because, give me one second. Yeah. Um, the silk screen was basically just the logo, just so you could know that the jacket basically was North Face. Because yeah. like I said, um, I'm actually looking for the mountain jacket that does not have the logo on it. So basically the logo itself is just, you know, so people will know. That's the only reason why. Yeah, dude, this is what I'm talking about. Like when you see, like when I would see, when I would think of mountain gear, that's that's the image that would come into my head. Well, yeah, because this is that dude right there, this guy. This is 89 and 90. Like this, right. is, this is like homeboy from Russia right here. And like, <laughs> you know, so like these are the jackets that I'm looking for. Like, so back to what we were saying, 85, that Gore-Tex was fucking bomb proof. Like yeah. the reason why they use the overlays, of course, is like for reinforcement. And backpacking and stuff like that, yes. Reinforcement and make sure we're not getting any seepage, you know, yeah. of course, because runoff, you know, because yes. it's so bulletproof that where the fuck is the water gonna go? Right. It's gonna have to run off and go somewhere. And if you're backpacking or let's say, you know, like you're literally using it for its purpose. Ice climbing, yes. You understand? So that right there, once, you, once your core gets wet, that's it. Once you get damp, you're going to feel cold. Right. You're not going to enjoy what you're doing. So that's the reason why they went with Gore-Tex. And plus, it's breathable. But, yo, those 85s, no lie, like bulletproof. You could get an 85 right now. And I'm being honest. Hasn't even been treated. Right? And you will pour water on it, and the water will still be. Crazy. Like, literally. And, and I'm just being honest. Like, I'm brutally honest. Pour water on one of these retros, like for a while, like after a while, and you may it'll, it'll get start damping out. You'll you'll see it. Right. Just, and, and like I said, I'm just being honest. And of course, you know, technology, like you know, the Gore-Tex and the and and the proofing that they used back then, like bro, you, like in all honesty, it's probably harmful to us. But goddamn, that shit was bulletproof. Right.
Where were they made? Where did, where's North Face originally from? Do you know? Um, Berkeley. They're Berkeley? Yeah. And, 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 you, and, you, and you'll see it. Like, you'll see, like, the OG labels. You'll see, like, Berkeley. Uh-huh. You know? so, so that's how you, that's how, and of course, it's, it's USA. Like, that's how you could tell the difference in the brown label. Like, yeah. you could see how old it is. Like, you'll see a brown label, and you'll be like, oh, okay, it's, it's just a brown label logo. Wow, that's super yeah. duper old. And yeah. then when you see the one where it literally says, made in USA, You'd be like, okay, all right, now we're going a little bit. We're going 78 and higher. You know, because remember, they changed their logos, and a lot of people don't don't know the history of the logos. But I don't we, know the history. We tend to love the black box logo. The right. 89 and 90, that's the logo that we're all familiar with. Right. But, I mean, old school heads, we love, like, the brown label. I had no idea that North Face is from Berkeley. Yeah. So- 68. What were those guys doing making mountaineering clothes? I mean, Berkeley is cold, but it's not that cold. Well, you got to understand. I mean, remember, like, remember the two people that 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 made, I mean, you got Patagonia, you know, you got Yvonne, yeah. right? And then you got, you know, you got Doug. Like, those are like best friends. And you got to remember the reason why they started making gear because they weren't happy with the gear that was around at the time. Yeah. So remember, they started literally making carabiners, you know, like literally yes. making gear. That's what they started making. And then, of course, you're going to progress from there. And if I don't know if you really know the history. Like, I, I can't show you. Like, I don't. I don't. Let's get into remember, it. Remember, North Face literally used to make gear for the Army. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, like, my son got to wear, like, Gore-Tex for a reason. You know, like, United States Marine Corps. Like, I, I remember, like, he was like, yo, Dad, you didn't go? But, Dad, watch, man. I think I'm going to go, and I'm going to be really wearing that Gore-Tex. And, yo, he did. Yeah. So I mean, remember, remember, look at the technology. Look at the daisy chaining in the backpacks, the lumber packs. Look at, look at the, look at it. You don't, you don't see. I get it. Red Dawn, Vietnam, like. Yep. So all oh, this is it's all coming together for me right now, Joey. I mean, think about it. then the Gore-Tex, like, because yes. if you look, like, put it this way, Jay, Jay has many faces. He has this Gore-Tex suit. He has like literally the whole suit, and this is military issue. When I say the suit, I mean, he has the Polytech fleece. He has the balaclava. All this is made in USA. Crazy. No logo. If you see the logo, the logo is blacked out. And like I said, this is literally gear, military gear. North Face, Gore-Tex, bulletproof, literally right now. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a, a 90 and a 92. Because you know, he, he, he wasn't able to pair like the bib and the, you know, the year. It's hard to get same exact year. But sure. You can pour water on it right now and beads for days. So that's 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 how the technical and again, that's what I'm gonna reference when we say, you know, old school cats, yo, TNF kind of like fell off be because you see like what TNF was really made for. It was really right. made for like Transantarctica, bro. Like, I mean, look at this. As soon as you open up this 89 catalog, yes. and this is like Transantarctica gear, you know, Gore-Tex. Like, look at that. It's really made. So, of course, we're going to adopt it. Us New Yorkers is fucking brick dogs when it gets cold. Right. When it rains. Like, I mean, you really don't look cool in the rain standing around with an umbrella. It's bad enough we have to take mass transit. We're taking train, bus. Yeah. You know, because, you know, we really don't have the means. And Sure. I mean, it's a metropolis. Like, you really don't need a car. Like, in all, in all honesty, you, you can have it for weekend trips or whatever. But kids, I mean, a 16-year-old, you know, unless he's a dealer, he's not really going to have a car to go to school. Yeah, we want that gear. We want to make sure we're warm. You know, outside it, we're waiting outside forty-five minutes, and we also want to look good in it. Yeah, I mean, you see, the, I mean, 
Me personally, I think dudes do look cool in it though, bro. Because I'm in all honesty, I wear my gear the same way, bro, head to toe. Yeah. Same way, but I just maybe wear it a little bit bigger or I may like swag it a little bit. Yes. There's a you bit know? of an action figure quality to it. When you see like those old catalogs, mm. it, it takes somebody who kind of gets style to 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 bring that out because again. It takes a New Yorker to see those photos of that dude with the dog sledding and being like, no, that's actually fly. That's not just technical stuff. That'll right. look good yeah. on the street and on the subway. That's going to look good as I'm walking around. I'm going to look different. And it's actually going to have um, some like just major style appeal to, to other people. Yeah. That's New York kids, man. I'm telling you, those yes. village kids. So where does that come the- from? Like who was like, was there, was there a person like that, you know, like, North Face heads and and technical gear aficionados like look to like was there some some type of like I don't know like Godfather of this sort of thing? I mean, well now like now everybody always looks forward you know like when 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 they say anything technical TNF yo Poster's gonna get that P shines he's he's gonna get that like he his collection is hard body he does doubles triples because I'm gonna be honest like like I said I'm going back to the Gore Tex Hoarder reference yeah. Wifey had bins of gear, like that's what you call like the hoarding, like yes. doubles, triples. I didn't know it to that extent. I'm being honest. Like I'm from CPW. Like if I have one or two pieces, I'm cherishing those pieces and I'm building up my pieces as each yeah. season comes. Yo, I'm gonna get me another Denali. Yo, I right. seen the charcoal Denali. I want that. Yo, I seen I seen the backpack. Yo, I seen that Jester. I want another one. Yeah. But then you got it. You got to give props to the you know the boosters. And these dudes that are like just hoarding, like that that term is not a bad term. Like the right. only reason we came up with it because you know they had other crews. And when I started posting on Instagram, I thought it was cool. So like I would post like those crews' name and dude was like, yo, bro, not for nothing. Like, you know, I see you giving props, but yo, bro, you're not down, you're not down with that crew. Like, no disrespect. Like, tell your man's in them, stop, you know, stop hashtagging that. I was like, all right, bro, you know, like it's 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 all good. Yeah, and if it wasn't if it wasn't for my boy Seth, you know, like OG Adams, he was like when we came up with it, we left it alone. Like me and Jenny must have said it a couple times. I remember um, I said it over in Jay's house when we was at the vault, you know, because he has like all the gear. That's where all the gear is kept. We we call it the vault, uh-huh. and you know we would be there chilling, you know, drinking, you know, burning, and you know the name would come up. But OG Adams was the one who was like, "Yo, bro, like that's that's the crew, that's the crew right there. It's all about Gore-Tex hoarders," and we was like. Like, yo, bro, calm down. Like, we're not trying to start no beef or nothing. He's like, nah, it's, it's not no beef, but, like, those cats keep on, like, you know, like, trying to, like, disrespect. When we all do the same shit, we all love yeah. gear. Yeah. So that's that's who you got to give props to, like, the hoarding. Like, yes. I never understood that. And when she pulled out those bins and showed me, like, four of the same pants, I'm like, like, why? She's like, yo, because I like it. And I'm going to keep it. And it's good quality. And if I only have one, I may mess it up, like, five years down the road. And I'm and I'm like, but why would you want to? I didn't think like that. I'm like, why would you want to have it like five years down the road? She was like, because I like it. And I guess, you know, she didn't collect. She didn't think of it as collecting. She thought of it as, you know, you know, hoarding it. And I was like, did she "Hmm." get it from her her mother or her father? Like, where did she get the concept or the idea to to go for the North Face stuff? Was it a a family member or did she just see it? Did did she see it? I'm going to be honest with you. Like, like, put it this way. Like, firstly, like, it's like, this is her story. All right. Um, I don't know if you know, like, you know, Channel 13, all kids would see him, bling, 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 bling. He would come in, 
He would take his sweater off. He would take his sweat off and put it in the closet. You're talking about Mr. Rogers? Of course, bro. Okay, okay. of course. Yeah, but he threw the cardigan on. Exactly. But then he didn't. But look look at his collection, though. Oh, right. Look at the closet. You got to remember, we're talking New York City kids. We didn't have it like that. Right. So he took off his outside sneakers. You notice inside ones. Put on his inside sneakers. And did you not notice there was more than just two pair of sneakers there? Like he had a couple. That was stacked up. So that's where she got her imagery from. She yes. was like, listen, yo, like, I don't got it like that. But when I work, I'm going to have it like that because I like how he has it. He yes. has, He's clean. You understand? So yes. I'm sure that right there clicked in a lot of other kids' heads. As sure as hers, you know. And then you got to remember her grandmother. You know, you know, the abuelas back in the day, you know. Remember, these abuelas were thrifting before thrifting was thrifting. Right. They would go to these thrift stores and bow and keep it and then the thing is is like they would want to like hand it down remember we lived a lot off of hand me down so yeah you would tell that don't mess that up keep it clean because right. you got to hand it down to the next generation so now yeah all that right there that's kind of like hoarding because now you're keeping it yes because it's good quality yes so that's that's what embedded that in her head as far as like north face of course you know hip-hop you see people wearing it yes you know, I think she had like a, a bear or something like that. She didn't want it. Like, we didn't want the bear. We wanted the, the quality. Yes. I think her first jacket, if I'm not mistaken, was a McMurdo. You know, like, this is a serious parka. Oh, when, one I, of those. Say, yep. when I say McMurdo, I mean, you know, Antarctica. Like, yes. before Transantarctica parkas were like famous or, you know, before they were like popping, a lot of people remember that big logo as the McMurdo. It was a big, puffy jacket. And a New Yorker would want that because he wants to be warm. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? And then, of course, you know, the imagery of the Noopsie jacket, that's that because, you know, Noopsie and hip hop, like that's one in one. All the kids kids rocking it. That's that. That's like that's one in one right there. Like North Face owes a lot of shit to those kids that was rocking Noopsies, bro. Yes. So what's the first video? What's the first video that you can recall that you see the Noopsie? Damn, so many. I mean, LL Cool J. um, He had it. Which one? Um. Well, um, he had the um all black one, but the he had the all black the all black Noopsie. Lauren Hill had the all black Noopsie. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, um, but me, my reference far as like with the bubble though was Redman, but he had the Sagamartha on though. Yes, and, and remember, you know, you may not draw the reference because you know the logo was blacked out because you know at that time but the imagery, the the look, the silhouette, the, the bubble silhouette. Yes, exactly. So yeah. again, remember. It's blacked out, but it was still popping. So it's yes. not necessarily the name. It's the rapper. If you see how Redman was swagging that. Yes. And then you, you know, like, yo, I could keep the Desert Eagle in there. You like. Yes. So it's and it's all about Redman's swag because remember, he's not New York, bro. Redman is, you know, is, is New Jerusalem. You know, he's Jersey. Oh, he is? Okay. Yeah. He's Jersey. Because, you know. Well, that you, counts, you no? Leave, you can't leave out the Jersey cats. There was a lot no. of Jersey cats rocking here, too. Like. Right. Remember Team? I don't know if you remember, like. Artifacts in that video. Yes, of course. A lot of polo, like snow sticks stealing. more in Jersey. Snow doesn't stick so much in New York City. So you kind right. of, if you're living in Jersey, exactly. it sticks. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, hip hop. I'm telling you, yo, TNF owes a lot to like the rappers and those kids. Yes. I'm telling you because, like, in all honesty, the only reason why I had a noopsie, I never really wore a noopsie like outside, like outside, like as a jacket. Yeah. Number one, I was always slim. I always had this type of neck, so. That's why I love the shell. I love the hood of the shell. So when I did get my Nipsey, I used it as a layering piece. 
Yeah. You understand? Like, I remember seeing my my, my, my um, cousin's homeboy. He had, I think he had that purple, the Barney purple. Mm-hmm. He had that Nipsey. And I, I remember when I came in with my Gore-Tex jacket and he saw it, he was like, you could, I mean, because it's always like a battle. Like, a person that has the Nipsey will be like, yo, that, that this is garbage because they see how thin it is. And they're going to be like, yo, you man in that, bro. Not understanding <laughs> that, you know, it's, it's a layering system. Like, right. yeah, like, you know, like you got to layer it up. But yo, my man, when it rains, when that wind is blowing, in all, in all honesty, I know you cold. Like, you understand? So that's the reason why I never did the Nipsey. But I always used to overheat. So I wouldn't want to rock a Nipsey with the hoodie, with the T-shirt and all that. So I more so went for the shell. Yes. I could rock the shell with a Denali. I like right. the pit tips. You know, I could ventilate. Yes. Right. And then, you know, I just love the Gore-Tex. So that's what it, that's what did it for me. But those noopsies, man, those kids, those city kids, when I, when I talk about city kids, I'm talking about art and design, graphics, all those kids that went to those schools, humanities. These are kids that not everybody lived in, the, in that zone. A lot of people traveled. So it spread like wildfire. It, yeah. You know, the, the cafeteria, the strip, just like how it does now. Like, yes. look at style now. Like, you know, back then, maybe, you know, North Face was probably, you know, like a, a girl getter or fashion. But, you know, like fast forward now. You know, in all honesty, regular TNF ain't dropping no panties, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when right. you see heads rocking, like that, that's that's loyalty. Like that's yes. it's not a fashion statement. Like they rocking it because it's the loyalty of the gear. Yeah, rocking it because you know it has become standardized, but it's also very classic. Like there's it, there's like the trendy companies that, and when I say trendy, I just mean that they're in. I mean, I'm not right. saying that they're not quality. Like Arc is cool, Patagonia is cool, but like. There's something about North Face that is very kind of classic and just hard. Like that logo is just hard. You see the Patagonia logo, it's pretty cool. You know, it's like nature and stuff like that. It's classic, but that North Face logo, like that's tough. Plus it's big and it's in your face, especially the big logo. Yes. And then it's white. You know, that, that's why like, you, like if, you're, if you're a face head or a collector, I don't want to say a face head because, you know, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted like with the crew face heads. But like, you know, a face head is a person that wears, you know, like all things face, you know, he'll have like the hat, you know, the T-shirt, he'll have like the hoodie, the jacket, he'll have the belt, the pants, you know, head to toe. And I'm like, in all honesty, if you're a collector, bro, you got to have like all black gear. You got to have that black mountain jacket, the black Denali, the black mountain pants. Why? Because, yo, that black. I know I don't have it lined up here because I wore it earlier with my son. Uh But that black logo just looks something hot on black on black. Yes. And when you it's know, all, when you got the whole kit on. Yeah, the whole huh. kit. And like, yeah, and I mean, I'll, I'll do the tech hat. I'll do like the, yeah. the Nolly Gator. I'll probably do like the Pomori fleece, the mountain jacket. Like I'll do the whole, and dudes will be like, yeah, I see you. I'm like, all right. So now that like, now, now I'm, I don't personally believe this, but you, referencing what you just said, mm. people, the a common kind of um person who's maybe just getting into fashion or like whatever they check instagram a lot or they're just kind of like a trend hopper right. they would see north face as basic so that's kind of an advantage for someone like you and your crew mm-hmm. so have you been picking up any steals recently because north face isn't kind of necessarily popping right now um well or does the vintage stuff hold hold value vintage stuff holds value but it's all about the market in, yeah. all, in all actuality, the market had got saturated. And, and you know, I, I, I can say, you know, we have the blame for that. But when we started doing this stuff on Instagram, like, it was just a couple of us. And 
you know, us vintage heads, like, you know, that ended up turning into Gore-Tex hoarders, you didn't want to be alone. Like, that's why we came out, like, with the crew and, like, started, like, showing it to everybody because you don't want to be alone. Like, you're rocking it. And, you know, you see somebody else, you get the head now, you'll see somebody on the train, bro, like, all the way on the other side of the train, and you'll see a fucking mountain jacket. And you'll, yes. you'll know, like, you'll be like, oh, shit, that's just ladder lock. If you see his ladder lock, you're going to look at the arm. You know, or the, yo, there's no logo. Yo, that's a 90 B. Like, and then they'll, you know, it's like, a, it's like a common respect. And the thing is, is like that dude over there may not be like a Gore-Tex hoarder. That may be like his only shell that he had right. since high school. Or his dad gave it to him. Or his dad gave it to him. They stole yeah. it from his closet. Yeah. Right. And he doesn't even really know about it. But then when he sees you and he sees how you're rocking, he's like, yo, there's still dudes doing that. Yes. Like, it's real. Like, because. Remember, I didn't get on Instagram until I started working. Like, I mean, stop working. Like, I ended up getting a couple of injuries because I was always a technician. Okay. Always been a technician. A couple falling off ladders, you know, a couple car accidents or whatever. So when I had got my biggest injury, I was home for a couple of, you know, a couple of what? I think I was home like for three months and I was driving myself insane. And that's when wifey was like, yo, bro, like you have all, you love North Face. Like all you do is talk about it. You wear it. You got me wearing it. He was like, you got my parents wearing it again. He was like, yo, why don't you just do it like on, on Facebook? Like take photos of your gear and put it on Facebook. And in all honesty, I've always hated the way I look because I was always slim. I was always the one taking photos, was never photogenic. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I, you know, I've, I don't really have photos of myself rocking the gear. So then that's when she told me, she was like, hey, why don't you practice with the camera at home, you know, doing selfies or whatever and just show people your gear. So when I first started on Facebook, I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, I wasn't really that great. I didn't know about, like, taking, like, photos of myself. So she put me on. She was like, hey, look at your background. People don't want to see all kind of this, all, you know, like, disarray. They want to focus on the gear. And then, like, look how you're putting the gear together. So she was the one who gave me, like, the blueprint. Once I got on Instagram and I found other dudes doing it as well, it was like a bug. And that's... That right there is what got the reminiscing, man. I'm telling you, like, I would meet people and they would be like, like, bro, I was going through a midlife crisis, man. I was going through, like, a depression. And, yo, you brought me back, man. Like, my wife wants to thank you. Like, I was going through a slum, man. And me rocking gear again. Yo, you got me on eBay. I was able to find that jacket that I had in high school and I had a good memory or I got that book bag. And, yo, bro, you brought me back. Thank you. And basically, that's all we wanted to do, like, to form a community of people that love gear because we all love gear, you know, like, and a lot of people love North Face. Is the Noopsie still considered the classic? Like, is that the yeah, North Face piece? Yeah, yeah. Any, anytime somebody sees that, 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 that reference, the Noopsie, anytime somebody sees that silhouette, yeah, that, that, that's TNF's flag. Like, they owe everything. That's always going to be their cash crop, the Noopsie. Yeah. They could come out with it in many colors. It's kind of like Nike with the Air Force One and right. you know the Jordan ones or whatever. Yeah, it's their classic, you know. Also, the mountain jacket as well, the mountain light. Yeah. Like those are the. I like three, the mountain jacket a lot. That's their iconic like go to, but you know they leave it alone for a while, then they bring it back, and then it's you know variations. You know, just yeah. like I mean, hey, it's a classic. Why not mix it up and then bring it back to OG and then mix it up again? I mean. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Even there's though so many always... different ways that you can style it too, and there's so many different colors. Yo, I love the color. I mean, well, I don't love all of them, but the ones that I love, I have them. Put it that way. What are you? What are you excited about now with North Face? Is there any, are they putting out anything now that you're really into? Uh, not as far as like for me, no. In all, in all honesty, like no. Nah. 
Strictly um, vintage. Yeah, like right now I've I've gone back to the vintage. I mean, the, the whole reason why me and my homeboys did what we did as far as like with the pirates, with TNF, was so we could get all, all of this stuff back. Yes. Right. You know, because in all actuality, like, yeah, we do love the vintage and, you know, we do have, you know, our grails and our go-tos and the ones we have our hearts to. But, you know, I mean, some of these jackets are like 30 years old. Some of them are not really, you know, they're good for looks, but like functionality, they're probably really not going to function that great. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason why we really try to focus on getting these retros so we could get that same style, that same nostalgia, the same look, but get the functionality. But. I guess the, somehow they dropped the ball, you know? What's the golden age for North Face? Like what pocket of you, what, what era are you looking for when you are looking for vintage? Like 85 to what, 92? Uh, yeah, it, well, basically it depends on, it depends on what I'm trying to get though. Like yeah. if it's like mountain jacket, like mountain lights, like it all depends on what you're after. Because remember, like if you're trying to get yourself like a search and rescue, you know, you're looking over, you're looking for like 97, you're looking like for 98. If you find a prototype, if you can find a 95 prototype, you know, like the sample. So it all depends on what line you're really looking for. Because remember, there's, there's a lot of lines. You have the Expedition line. Right. You have, you know, like the Summit Series line, which, you know, yep. a lot of people don't like the Summit Series line, the Heli line. So it they all don't like, on... wait, they don't like Summit Series? Why is that just mainline stuff? Well, I mean, well, in, in all actuality, I mean, 99 Summit Series got counterfeited, bro. Like that's that was like where TNF fell off hard, man. Really? Like, yeah, bro. TNF I didn't know that. Yeah, well, a lot of, I guess that's like in the collector's realm. Right. Collector's realm, they'll tell you that, like, that's when the counterfeiting got, like, ridiculous. With huh. Steep Tech, a lot of the Steep Techs started getting counterfeited. I mean, you was able to buy a fucking North Face jacket. It was so bad out of a trunk. Right. And the majority of them were Summit Series. You know, like, you know, and, and I ain't ashamed to say it. I remember when, when I used to wear my gear at work, like, I used to be a technician, so I was always either a low-voltage technician or a cable technician. So I literally used to wear my gear at work. I remember one day I was like an, um, I think I was on White Plains Road, no lie. And there was like a, it was a store in the corner. I think it was over there by, uh, was it Burke Ave or Allenton? Can't remember. Long story short, I saw a yellow and black mountain jacket. And it was like the, the older one, like the 99. And I was like, wow. I was like, yo, bro, I might as well buy that for work. Because again, like I said, I wasn't like on Instagram. Right. I had a kid. I had a kid young, so I really didn't have that privilege to be like hanging out and taking photos and doing like the club scene like everybody else did. I was a workaholic, always a technician, always working. I was always a contractor, so I was always working. So when I saw that fucking jacket, I was like, "Yo, I want that." And you had the money because you're working. And I need, but I also I need it because of the functionality. I'm up uh -huh. on I'm up on poles, and you know, like yeah. my other Gore-Tex jacket, and got messed up my mountain light. So I was like, yo, let me buy it. I go in the store. I think the lady was like 70 bucks. Yo, it had the Gore-Tex tag, had the North Face tag. Looked at it. Looked at it real quick and was like, yo, I want that. I'm going to buy it. Yo, bro, when I took it home and I started looking at it, I was like, yo, hold on. Why is the zipper on the other side? Right. I looked at the black box logo and I'm like, yo, you know, because it's been a minute since I've, you know, sure. all my other TNF that I had in the closet, if my son didn't take it, it got deteriorated. Yeah. I'm like, yo, something's wrong with this fucking jacket. Long story short, the jackets are fake. Looks That's like what it, it takes. Like when you first start getting into something, I feel like collectors um, encounter this quite often when they start get really diving in. You have to kind you of got, go through that. Got, yeah, you got to because that now you're not now you're not. It's gonna click here. And you're gonna be like, yo, bro, I need to get back up on my fucking shit. Yes, I have to educate exactly. myself. 
and that and once I realized that that shit was fucking fake, excuse my French, but I'm a New Yorker, I can't help to curse. No, no, no. do you think? But bro, I was like, yo, fuck this shit. And I ain't gonna lie, I told Jenny, I was like, yo, this is a fate. She was like, it can't be, sweetheart. You wouldn't fall for a fate. She was like, yo, and and I had I had you know um shit in my closet. I had like four steep tags, you know, I had uh -huh. I had like steep gear, but yeah. I didn't have no gore. So right. I was like, yo, I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to tents. She was like, what's that? You know, because you know, people that know we don't we don't say tent and trails, we say tents. I was like, I don't even know if they open. You understand? Yeah. Yo, bro, long story short, I go down there and they're fucking open. And I, I walk through the door, I see tent and trails, I see the darkness, you know, World Trade Center is still there. Yeah. You understand? You come yeah. out, you come out, part place, it's darkness because the twin towers, they're there. Yeah. So when I turn the corner and I see the fucking tent, I see the tent sign, I'm like, yo, as soon as I go through the door, no lie. I haven't seen Ramon in so long. Like, I literally know the people at Tent and Trails. Like, Pops, before, you know, rest in peace, the owner. Like, I literally knew his kids, the wife. Like, when Pops passed away, it was like, that, that was, that hurt. Like, when I went back and I saw Ramon and Ramon was like, Joey, I haven't seen you in so long. I was like, yo, I literally started to cry. Yeah. Because these people literally became like my family. Yeah. Like, I literally got it. I literally, like, Pops even gave me a noopsie one time for free nice like when i took my mountain one of my mountain lights um to get sent back for warranty repair back then tnf took so fucking long i remember this is how i got my um my noopsie because i went with my denali and i was like um i asked pops i was like when am i gonna get back my jacket and he called back warranty department they didn't pick up the phone and he was like yo i can't have you go the whole winter without a jacket yo he gave me a noopsie my first noopsie incredible he, he, yeah, he literally gave me my Nipsey. Like, my father used to work at Liberty Street. Like, mm -hmm. so, and then, you know, we, we had a mom and pop flower shop. So it's kind of like a couple of things that built up to that relationship, that uh -huh. respect. So then, bow. long story short, I go back in maybe like the next year. This is still in my younger years. And, yo, he takes, he calls the warranty department and it's two years now. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? He's cursing at them to the warranty department. He's like, yo, I have my guy here. Like he, oh, you guys had his Gore-Tex shelf for so long. Da, 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 what's up with it? And it was like, yeah, we're going to ship it. He was like, I don't even care if you guys are going to ship it. Is it covered by the warranty? They were like, yeah. He was like, okay, I'm going to send it to me. I want the jacket. We're going to give him one off the rack. He hangs up the phone. And I remember that ladder lock mountain light. It was an extra large. And, you know, I've always been 6'4". Yeah. From the time I passed 15, I stopped growing. So it was kind of young because it was built different. It's a different, yeah. a different cut. So I asked Pops, I was like, yo, Pops, since you're giving me a jacket, can I get a double XL? And he was like, yo, bro, you're pushing it. Like, I'm supposed to give you the same exact jacket they're sending me, but I love you, Joey. Yeah. Take the jacket. Great. So that camaraderie, right? So now when they see me now, fast forward, Pops is sick. Like, you know, he's like, you know, he's like on his last days or whatever. And, you know, his wife is like running the shop now. But Ramon is still there. Ramon is a staple at Tent and Trails. Like, the first time I went into Entrails, I met Ramon. The second time, third time, Ramon was always there. He ended up becoming like, um, how do you say? He ended up becoming like my godfather. Like when it came to gear, he knew so much stuff about gear. And I'm like, Ramon, listen, I got this mountain light, man. And I think it's a fake, man. And I, don't, I know mountain lights, they're not around anymore. You think you can get me a mountain light? And he's like, Joey, what are you talking about? Mountain lights are not here anymore, bro. We have, we have, we have them all here. I was like, I mean, like the vintage one, like the one I had back in the day. He's like, yo, we still have them. 
Bow. That's yeah. that doesn't exist anymore. Like um the mom and pop, the relationship. But them having the stock, like people are so so savvy about dead stock and and combing shops for finding out old, and you know, trails, stuff in the back. Set in trails back in the day, besides Down Generation, which was in what 95th or 96 on Broadway. Set and Trails is literally an outfitter. They're not necessarily just like a retail store, like no disrespect to Patagonia. I mean, um, to Paragon. Paragon, that's like, you know, that's like a retail Yeah, it was like a department store. store. Yeah. It's like a department store. Yeah. Set and Trails is not that. Set and Trails was a one-off store that literally sold Alpine equipment for expeditions. Like, right. the they literally outfitted so many expeditions to Everest, to, to you name it. And were they were there New Yorkers who were going out and doing these things, or were they shipping all over? Like, how Tent does a store like Tenton Trails even even like exist word, in Manhattan? Word of mouth. They used to do trade shows. Uh -huh. Word of mouth. And then you also have to remember, like Tenton Trails used to have Sherpas working for them, like mm. the real deal. Really, I'm, I'm straight up. Like Tenton wow. Trails was the real deal. Like they would always have a Sherpa on hand. And I'm telling you, you could go there at any given day and you would literally see like, you would see like P. Athens. You would see like Conrad Anchor. Like, and I'm, these are like OGs, you know, like, yeah. you know, like dirt bags. Like, excuse the term again. I'm, I'm not saying it. No, it's a real, the mountain, that's a term that, that's a term. Yeah. yeah. You know, you would see like dirt bags there. You'd be like, oh shit. That's crazy. Like, and, and the thing is, is like, if you ever went to Tenton Trails, they would have like all the posters like posted up and you would see like a poster with Conrad Anchor with like, you know, like all the best. And you and I remember like when I first had a glimpse of Conrad, you know, bro, I was so starstruck, I couldn't even freaking speak to him. I was like, I'm like, oh shit, I think that's Conrad. And he was like there, like literally, I think he was there like doing an interview, getting his stuff together to literally for an expedition. Yeah. So Conrad ended up becoming like my idol, seeing him in catalogs and all that. And then fast forward now, as a grown man, I get to meet him and chill with him. And like, so you know, like that's yeah. what that's and all that's behind like Tent Trails. Yeah, can we oh. dive into Tent and Trails a little bit more? I'm I'm so fascinated yeah. by it now. Now it's it's probably not there anymore. No, it's not Did it close after 9-11? But I have a brick. I have a brick of Tent and Trails in my closet. So yeah. it's always gonna be here in, in, in my heart. And I have a lot of stuff from Tent and Trails. Like I have pamphlets and stuff. Like you yeah. I even think I have a pamphlet. Is Tent and Trails I, considered a flagship for the community at large? Like, do people all over the country, if not the world, know about that shop? Is it like a legendary shop? Tent Trails is Mecca, man. Like you yeah. would go to Tent Trails and you you would go in the front and you would be able to get a catalog. Yeah. They would have catalogs of other brands. Tent Trails will even have like their own like stuff that will let you know how to layer your gear. Oh wow. And like, and like this is like from Tent Trails, it, it tells you clothing checklist for expedition. And it tells you what is a mid-layer, what is a, a, a soft shell, what is a base layer? How do you what not to forget? What to wear? This is all from Tent and Trails. Like, and they, they have so many things. Like, you would literally, if you needed to buy, like, maps. Like, if you wanted to go to An Anorak. Yeah. Or if you wanted to, like, anywhere you wanted to go. You wanted to go to Nepal. You would literally be able to find maps there. And like I said, when I say outfitter, I mean outfitter, like, from head to toe. Yeah. You was able to get carabiners. You was able to get the boots, the sleeping bags. Yeah. Lantern. Like, you name it. Whatever you needed for outdoor, you would literally get it there. It was a one-stop shop. I'm telling you, Tenton Trails, like, people would come from near and far, bro. No lies told. Yeah. To go to Tenton Trails. 
And were they like seeing kids like you coming in that are seeing people on the street, people seeing, you know, music videos, um, just seeing street culture and streetwear culture. Would they see kids come kids like you coming in and being like, what what's going on here? Well, yeah, but I mean, damn, I don't I don't want to throw my age in there, but you got to remember, like, I'm almost 50. So I started. I was always a gearhead. I grew up in um, across the street from Central Park West. Cool. So Central Park West was literally, you know, the spot. Like we had the Dwight School, the Trinity School, the Spencer School. So it's like, you know, it's a lot of money. Yeah. And then, you know, Central Park is across the street. So you have like a lot of activities. You'll see people horseback riding, mm-hmm. you know, people practicing golf, you know, jogging, mountain biking. So I got into that type of environment at an early age, not only because my father's from Trinidad and Every summer I would go back to Trinidad. So I'm literally what people call outdoors. To me, that was normal. Like, you know, we, we go outside the house. It's it's bush. I'm out there playing with my slingshot. I'm hunting birds. I'm in the river, you know. So, like, that's, like, second nature to us. So now I'm growing up in the city, and we're, stu- we're still doing all these, you know, activities or whatever. So I kind of got into gear a little bit earlier than some of, like, the kids wearing it as far as, like, fashion. Yeah. So so when I started going to these stores, I'm going to these stores literally for gear. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I, I I used to fish, you know, I'm an avid fisherman. I used to fish in Central Park every day. So cool. I, I literally would go looking for gear. I would go to Herman's, Models, like looking uh-huh. for, you know, gear or whatever. So by the time they started seeing the kids, like like I said, mom, pop, they gave like I used to get stuff for them for free, you know, because yeah. I was always there all the time. But if you fast forward, let's say 96. 97 98 now mm-hmm. where yeah it's out there like mm-hmm. hip-hop the kids like you know the low heads are going it's like low heads i ain't say low lives but mm-hmm. low heads people that yeah. rock low yeah. they're going to school people that rock you know the village kids who rock north face they mm-hmm. they were in extremes steve tech by then these stores are getting hit yes. ten trails was getting hit paragon was getting hit and when yes. i talk about getting hit i'm talking about yo they, they going for the gore-tex right they, you know they ain't really trying to bag like noopsies they trying to get that those hymns, you know, highly the, the, technical stuff. Yes, the highly technical shit. You know yeah. the triple layer Gore-Tex, the Kachatna. You know, yeah. so by then, by that time, there were you know Ten Trails was already up on it. And like I said, Ten Trails was a mom and pop shop. You would go there, it would be so bad. And this is you know old school people, you know will vouch. You there you would go in there, it would be jackets galore everywhere. So many jackets that you would see people literally sitting on ladders. Tall freaking ladders, like on each end, to make sure that they can keep an eye on the jackets. Because people will go in there uh-huh. and it will either be up the back, you heard, or they would like literally like t- you know take one jacket off, put it on, you know, foil it, you know, th- you know the aluminum foil so the alarm won't go off. They'll mm-hmm. foil it and they were out. So yo, know, sometimes it would be so bad that they would try to block the door and dudes would just bum rush the door. Right. I remember it would be times that you would go to Tent and Trails and like the door would be like all cardboarded up. Because dudes bum rushed it and I would go there. And like I said, I knew pops on a different level because, you know, we always had a mom and pop shop. So like when I would go in there, I would feel his pain because I remember like when when my stepmother's flower shop would get robbed, you know, like that's coming out of our pocket. Like, you know, he's not a big corporation. You know, he has kids to feed. Mm -hmm. I remember him there crying. He was like, you know, it's kids that look like you, kids that were dressed like you. You know, that came in here and bum rushed the store, Joey. Like, why? You know, like, wow, like, I, I liked it better when, when, when this thing wasn't like a fashion thing, yeah. you know, like, 
he 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 saw it, you know, because he saw the rise yes. of, of, of it. Because remember, you know, like it wasn't only North Face, like you know, like the boots, like the A Solo boots, you know, like the backpacks and stuff. Jerry G, like you remember, Tan Trails didn't only just sell North Face; they right. sold all type of brands. You know, they sold Patty, they sold Spider. You know, so that 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 was that that was almost the downfall of Tan Trails. I remember Pops wanted to close it so many times, and I remember when he passed away. The kids really didn't even want anything to deal with. If it wasn't for his daughters, you know, because you remember mom was ailing as well. If it wasn't for the daughters taking it over, like Tent and Trails would have would have just went out of business, you know. And you know, like when when the daughters wanted to get out of it, I, I heard I, I heard you know the kids wanted to do something with it. I, you know, it was a rumor, but then the building ended up the building ended up like being unsafe because they were doing construction next door and yeah, tents was old as fuck so. When you know, did it close? Damn. Officially. Damn, I can't even remember, man. Like, I, you know, I, I, I was there like towards the end, though. But um, yeah, I can't was it remember. Shortly after 9-11? Oh, no, no, no. Ten Trails was still open like around 19, around 2019 and all that, man. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, like I, I, was, I was still copping gear. Like I, I literally like there was always like spurts like where I would go to tents and then, and you know, because of course I was a workaholic. So sure. I wasn't always available to like be going to tent trail like after work. I was a, you know a technician. I'd be fucking tired. And you know you don't I'm live tired. in Manhattan at this time, right? You're in Brooklyn. Oh, you said yeah. no. I'm in Bronx. The, I'm in the Bronx now, so I'm no right. longer in 90th and Central Park West. So you right. know, that trek wasn't. You know, I couldn't walk there. Right. But I don't. I, I don't know what it was, man. Um, I was downtown, and um, you know, I had got my mountain jacket. Um, I had a couple of them, but you know, this is where I um started talking to North Face and. I ended up meeting one of my homeboys who's my close friend now. And he was like, yo, Joey, I see what you're doing on Instagram. And, you know, we're thinking about bringing back some of the iconic jackets. And, you know, um, we don't have reference material. And that's how my relationship started with North Face. He was like, yo, bro, like, how many mountain jackets do you have? And I was like, I, I got a couple. And I started off like, yo, bro, but they're not, like, in good condition. Like, they're beat up, right? I used to wear them, like, to work. And, and he was like, no, like, um, can we get your email? And basically, that's like how it started, you know, and we started talking and I gave him a few jackets and then, you know, we had a few meetings. But basically, that's, you know, that's how, how that's how that started. You know, that's a whole separate story itself. That's crazy that North Face contacted you about their archives. They didn't have stuff that you had. Um. Well, so you got to understand, like North Face, it's a, it's a long history with like North Face because, you know, you got to understand. This company has been bought and sold many times. And licensed and partitioned. Yeah. yeah. And then you got to understand, like, North Face always had this never stop exploring. You know, before they were expedition proven. But back in the day, that company had, like, a real kind of like a mom and pop feel. Yeah. So, and, you know, nothing against Patty. And, you know, Yvonne, he always had that mom and pop feel with his company. But, you know, that's like a total different legacy. TNF Legacy back then, it was kind of like a family. So when the company got sold, a lot of the workers were able still to stay there. And you got to understand, being that how it was, you know, how should I say, kind of like a generational thing where it'll be like, okay, mom worked here, then the daughter works here. When that company got sold, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think maybe like 97, that was it. Like they fired a lot of like designers and stuff. So when they left, they took a lot of like the reference material, the catalogs. They took some of the gear because remember they were the ones that kept their own archive. Right. Because remember, you know the warranty department. Remember they fixed their own gear. 
They right. used to fix their own gear. Everything was in-house for them. So once that happened, it was like they lost a lot of reference material, a lot of reference gear. So now fast forward, we're talking like 20, I think that was like what, 2014, 2013, 2014 now. I'm on Instagram. I'm showing all like, you know, yeah. all my vintage pieces because these weren't around. All my vintage mountain lights and stuff. And yeah, you know, that's when they, you know, he reached out. It, it was really at that time, it was his project. He was like, hey, listen, um, you know, right now TNF, you know, like, you know, like, you know, we have Supreme and stuff and all that's popping or whatever. But like, you know, like we want to get back like that urban market. And like, I see you guys doing it, Joey. You know, like I, I looked at the vintage North Face hashtag and I see you and your guys doing it or whatever. And he was like, yo, bro, like we want to bring it back. And that's how we started talking. And the, and the thing is, is like TNF brought back the mountain jacket, mm-hmm. you know, like like the J. Crew one, like the Metro Mountain, but they weren't Gore-Tex. Uh, the cut was different. They, they, you know, it was just a bunch of things that they were doing wrong. And then when when they started speaking to me, he was like, "Hey, listen, what would you do?" He said, "If if if you know, if you worked for us, like, what would you do?" And then that's when I told him, "Like, yo, bro, if you really want to bring it back, bring it back like the fucking OG. Bring it back like Gore-Tex." Yeah. the ladder lock and that's why you see these you know, you yeah. know it all i saw that a few years back they started releasing like all like those like 90s kind of colorful fleeces and some of the patterns hey. that they had from the archives but yeah. there was something missing about just like the overall vibe of it it was it seemed a little too fashiony and you know not- what was missing they, they didn't get nobody that actually you know like was there right you know like you got to understand like when, when the relationship kind of like stopped it tends to turn into like uh i don't want to say piracy but it tends to turn into stalking and when you're getting a lot of like you know imagery off of instagram they start right. you know stalking either us or other people that's doing it you're not gonna you only could do so much from a photo or from right. a video that's right you know like it's with any company, like when you try to bring something back, you're going to need somebody that was either there that either made it or somebody that wore it or that knows about it, you know, so you can get that that aesthetic of the reference. And in all honesty, they didn't they didn't do that. Oh, man, you just nailed it. You're absolutely right. That makes total sense. And also, like what you don't get off of a photo is like the the swagger of the person wearing it too, like the vibe of that person, even just how they lean, like just seeing how they rock it. Sometimes you can't get that. Most of the times you can't get that on the photo uh, from a photo. So I, yeah, like that's what, that's what's missing is the aesthetic and also the, the, the context, like a guy like you knows tent and trails knows going in there before it became a fashion thing. And you see the technical people and you're kind of, you're, you're, uh, I don't want to um, like, overly glamorize you or like you know no, try to no, hype you up or anything but like people like a, you who were going there like with the vision yeah. seeing something beyond what the stuff is used for and seeing it's fun it's kind of um it's aesthetic and how it works for like an everyday city kid it takes people like you to kind of bring mm-hmm. that out so if you have some suburban kid that just is looking at instagram it's just not going to be the same nah and and, and sometimes i mean I mean, no disrespect. I mean, because, you know, we all we all learn like, right. you know, because like I said, I learned from the catalogs like we right. all tend to learn. But sometimes you just need to have at least that that imagery there, like not the photo. But sometimes if you see it like firsthand, like, hey, hey, invite Joey, like, hey, just invite me in. Hey, tap, tap, tap my brain for a minute. 
But yeah. I mean, hey, hook me up, bro. Like, can you buy my flight? Can you like yeah. make sure I eat and you know, like let me get a couple, you know, in my pocket? Cause I know you guys are gonna make millions. Yeah. And I guess that's what probably scared them off. They probably felt like maybe they couldn't approach us, so we were probably unapproachable. But I mean, in all honesty, like, and I'm just a regular guy. I'm nobody fucking famous. I'm not the greatest in the world. You know, I'm just very loyal, but I did a lot of shit with them. Like a lot of, I did a lot of shit like in the background, you know, but when it came to getting like into design and stuff like that, like I, I, I wasn't included. And I'm sure, I'm sure if maybe if my input was there, like, like put it this way, they brought back the search and rescue line. Yo, the search and that? rescue line. What's the search? Is that, is that the medic stuff that I saw on your, on uh, your ramp? Not even, not even the medic. It's like, it's like um, yellow and black. It's basically, it's, it's triple layer. Um, I'll draw reference to um, DMX. If you see DMX in that video where he's wearing the whole, it's a search and rescue suit. Long story okay. short, it's like highly technical. It's basically made for dudes to be jumping out of the damn helicopter yeah. to rescue people that's stuck on a mountain. Let me look that at this stuff. It was up. so highly technical, had so many bells and whistles. Long story short, they brought it back. But when they brought it back, they didn't bring it back in Gore-Tex. So it's it just fashion stuff. The arms were too short. The cut was wrong. The nylon was just, like you said, fashion stuff. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like, I'm not trying to hate on the fashion. Like, fashion is good. We like that. But these people want to pay that money for that quality. Like, yes. they could have brought, brought it back in Gore-Tex and they could have jacked up the price. You know, right. like, yeah, I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, I know the whole Alpine suit back in the day probably cost like 700 mm -hmm. Yeah, they could have they charged 15 for sure. I, I know this jacket. Yeah. That's an awesome jacket. I like people, that. People would have, people would have bought it. And then yep. like, I don't know, like that's where they fall short. Like if you're going to bring back an iconic and you want to get that homage and that imagery and you want to remind the youngsters of it, you know, me per se, because I'm being honest, like my kids, I have four sons. They all go shopping in the closet. So yeah. let's say, um, damn, dad, dad doesn't have a large and I'm fitting a large now. Wow. I think North Face came back out with that jacket. Now the, the kid goes into the store. He doesn't even tell dad. He goes in the store. He picks up the jacket. And he's like, yo, what the hell is this shit? This ain't like the jacket that I see my dad wearing. Yeah. You know, like, okay. So now you're trying to bag the consumer because you're trying to get them off of the imagery. You know, you're trying to get them off of the imagery, but you're not bringing back the quality. Like it yeah. doesn't even necessarily have to be Gore-Tex. Like, I mean, because, you know, high vent, I don't mean to like diss the technology, but you could have brought it back in some like bomb ass proof high vent. Right. You know, like made it bomb proof because right. you know, that, 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 that jacket was like bomb proof. Yes. Like literally, like it had Kevlar arms on it. Yes. Like literally, like search yes. and rescue jacket and heli jacket, those two jackets, like when it comes to technical features, bro, those are the jackets that every old school face head is going to be like. That's like a grail jacket. You see them on eBay? Do you do you search for yeah, do you search yeah, North Face yeah, on eBay? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You see them on eBay. I mean, I'm gonna be honest, like um, I really don't collect that much anymore. Like I slow down because like I like I said, I have four sons. So all the gear that I was buying that I had in the closet, like they're all tall, like they're all fitting in now. Like all the samples that I've gotten, because you know, like I said, I've done work with you know with North Face and they sent mm -hmm. me samples. So before I talked them into making samples that fit me which that was, you know, a plus. They only used to make sample size, which was medium. We only called, we call, I even called it sample size. It was yeah. only medium. So all the samples that I got, my kids were the ones wearing it. 
And I complained with them. I'm like, okay, guys, I appreciate it. You guys want me to model the gear and wear it. But guess what? Joey don't fit a, a medium. So if you guys are going to, you know, make samples, make samples for real people. So they started making samples now in like bigger sizes. So, but you know, but as far as like buying anything now, like, I, I don't know, man. Like if they come back out with this, because we all want these back. Yes. There's a lot of people that weren't able to get on it. They got on the, 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 the wagon late. So there's a lot of people now that, that want these mountain jackets back. They need to bring them back. They have future light now. I don't I don't know if I'll get the future light. But if you bring back the Gore-Tex, yo, there's going to be a lot of heads that's going to get them. Is future light their new like proprietary fabric or something? Yes, it is. So that's what they're using instead of Gore-Tex? Yeah, they're using future light. FL, yeah, they're using future light. It's pretty good. Uh, don't get me wrong. I, I really don't have anything bad to say about it. I mean, I, I have some future light. Yeah. I have like the, the mountain lights. They came back. Uh, the future lights that they um that they came out with are pretty decent. They have like the mountain lights. If I'm not mistaken, I think the mountain jacket's gonna be coming back in future light uh -huh. this uh, winter season. Don't nice. quote me on it. Don't uh -huh. quote me on it. You know, but okay, I think so it's gonna come back. Let's dive into like Gore-Tex hoarders for a little bit. Uh, how many pieces do you guys think in your collective you have overall, bro? Um, in all honesty, you gotta remember like GTH. It's all separate members. So yeah. far as like if we was, we were, I mean, we did a thing with, with the North Face. It was yeah. called uh, the Prototype Bowl, where it was me, um, Thirsty from the Bronx, Jazz, Many Faces, Solis, like a couple of Gore-Tex orders went there and we took our collection down there. Yeah. Literally like to show it off to like, to show the, how should I say, the Alpine generation, how the urban generation does it. And it yeah. was kind of like a tier, it was like a new meets old, like round two was there. And um, I think they had B BK God was, BK the God was there. So it was like showing new North Face gear and old North Face gear. But as far as like a collective, like how many pieces we have, bro, I, I can't even, I, I would, I would it's, it, it's, it's unfamiable. I mean, between Jay and Solis alone, like these guys, their collection is like fucking heavy, man. Yeah. They have a fucking lot of pieces. And then, we have collectors, Gore-Tex hoarders is worldwide. So it's not only in the Bronx. We have collectors all over. So I wouldn't even know. I What's mean, it I, take I, to impress you guys? Like, what does somebody have to come out with to really impress a North Face head? Um, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, it's not really like shit. All right. If off the vat, if you want to impress a dude, like you just come out, you want to pull a fucking piece out, yeah. pull out that white heli. Pull that white heli, that unicorn out, pull out that white heli. Yeah. Pull it out like with the with with the vest though, like the yeah. vest and the jacket zipped in, pristine condition with the with the hydration bladder in it. Yeah, yeah. We'll be like, oh shit, yeah, we see you. Are those just for? Were those just for like the helicopter rescue people? Like were those issue? Were were those not sold or were are those yeah, just they, hard they, to come they by? Were sold. Yeah, they were sold. They were um sold to the public to the general public, but yeah, they weren't made in like mass quantities. Yeah, yeah, but they were definitely sold. But the, the best ones, man. I'm telling you, because remember that series, like the Heli series one, two, and three. Yeah. So if you get a if you get a Heli one, like that Kevlar is so thick. I'm telling you, like it probably if you get shot in the shoulder, I'm telling you, the bullet is probably gonna bounce off. <laughs> Don't quote me on it. Right, Don't right. go shoot yourself in the shoulder, but yeah. <laughs> and okay, so I mentioned it earlier. How'd you get the medic? The medic one. Oh, well, mine, so mine, cool. mine, mine's is mine's is a one of one. I got I got mine on eBay. No lie. I got it literally from the person that who owned it. And it, it was so funny because the person had it on eBay for so long and nobody wanted to buy it. 
because the way how the the logo it's on the other side a lot of people thought it was counterfeit uh-huh it has the big cross on the side that you know the north face always keeps his logo yeah. which is you know the hard side and a lot of people thought it was was counterfeit but i mean i knew what it was and i hit the person up and i was like are you selling like you really selling that and they dropped the price literally for me it was like yeah i'm just gonna drop the price nobody's nobody's buying it yada 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 so i'm just gonna sell it purchased yeah. it and then next thing you know i noticed that he had the the fleece for it the denali and I, and when i reached out to the person i know it was the same person he's like oh hey joey it's me it's like this is the fleece for it and i was like well can i buy it and he was like yeah sure and he ended up selling it to me like for 30 bucks but it's That's a, amazing it's, it's a beautiful show man i love that show yeah, I saw it's really striking. It's, do you wear that out? Do you wear that casually? Or is um, that just well, for your... For uh, well, it's it's archival. And then um, also, I don't know if you know, but it's it's like literally, it's custom because like it's literally, uh-huh. it's literally like, it was literally his jacket. So the arms were made, I guess, a certain type of way so he could put on his um his mittens. Uh-huh. So oh, like, the you know, type that go up, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the jacket, so let's say if you want to wear the jacket like normally, the jacket will probably like fit like that. Uh huh. It'll fit like young. Functionality. It's for yeah. Function. So basically, yeah. So that jacket, basically, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a one of one because that's what wow. he told me. He said that he specifically he got it made for him. That's crazy. Do you think North Face is ever going to release like the military grade stuff for the for like the public? Um, no, I don't no think way, so. Right? I mean, well, at least not TNF USA, um, TNF Japan, like Goldwyn. Yeah, most likely because I mean the stuff that they release is like beautiful. They release a lot of beautiful stuff, man. Yeah. I don't know if you frequent. I don't know if you check like the JDM pages, like um, TNF Standard, or if you check um, um, TNF. I think it's TNF Goldwyn, but if you check TNF Goldwyn or TNF Standard, I'm gonna do it right you now. At, you look at some of the stuff that they make, man. Oh lord, like you know they still deal with Gore-Tex. Like they they make a lot of stuff that no lie. Um, I know it's a it's a it's a it's a rough thing when it comes to like fashion and functionality uh-huh. and some of those shells like the colors. I'm like, yo, it, it, oh, it almost man. turns it almost turns me to fashion when you see like the greens and oh, the pinks, and the oranges. Like, oh, oh no, they're, they're all Gore-Tex. Oh no, what did you do to me? I know, and that then, stuff and then is you, great. And then when you look at TNF like USA market, you're like, oh man, like, do you mess with purple label? It doesn't fit me, bro. I'm so I'm so tall. Like I'm a giant. Yeah. I call myself the Jolly Green Giant. I'm six four. Yeah. So like you gotta remember their 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 size is like smaller. Yes. So it'll probably be like um like maybe like a size smaller. So like what we always say, like when we say JDM, if you're a medium, you know, you better make sure you buy a large. Right. Always try to size up because yes. it's it's just not gonna fit. At least not, you know, big guys like me. And then you gotta remember we us New Yorkers, we like to wear our stuff like even bigger. Like, so it, it ain't going to do for me. That's why I yeah. wish it, I, I wish it, I ain't going to lie. I wish it fit, man. Cause you know, some of their stuff is just, I love the JDM stuff, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Have you been to Japan? Nah, haven't been to Japan. Haven't me been neither. to Japan. I, I would feel, love to go though. I'm scared of going. Cause I think I'll go broke if I go. Oh man. And the culture, man, like they, they, they really love like the hip hop culture. They yeah. love nineties. Like I think yeah. when it comes to like, um, like a look back, Dare I say, I think Japan owns that. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they own that. They're really great about like seeing like um, what's like really cool in America and just like making it better and like making yeah. the quality better and caring. Like, yeah, it seems like the, like Japanese designers and even just like fashion people, like just they care about 
the quality of what they're doing rather than just like the fast fashion that that you know americans by large not you know right. there's obviously people that are into um quality and and tailoring but like by right. large like people just want to wear something for a season and then just get rid of it yeah yeah and, and unfortunately I, i'm stuck in the 90s man like you know like if, <laughs> i don't know my style has not changed i've been dressing almost the same way maybe the pants may get a little thinner or you know sure. like slimmer you know less baggy or whatever but um hey man i, I i'm quick to throw on a pair of gore-tex boots some fatigues and yeah. Gore-Tex shell and I'm good, man. Give me a long bill hat and I'm out there. I'm doing it all. I'm fishing in it. I'm going to go pick up my kids in it. Uh, if I got a meeting, I'm, I'm going to be in it. If I'm traveling, I just can't help it, man. <laughs> this is what you get, man. It's it's not for Instagram. You can literally see me and my family walking down the street, going to Target, and, and you'll be like, oh, shit, yo, you guys really wear it. And you really <laughs> look like you look like on IG. <laughs> unfortunately yeah this is this is our lifestyle it's not fashion unfortunately we do look good wearing it but we consider it lifestyle it's not a fashion for us yeah i like that is there anything that you're currently looking for any any grails um, or, you, or the the mountain jacket um, behind you is that that's um, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you like um right now i'm really looking to get some rtg vests like i i want rtg vests because i like i said i'm a fisherman and I, i've always loved vests always loved the columbia vests and i never was able to wear the rtg I remember when I did go to Titan Trails and they had them shits there brand new with the tags. I should have bought them. What's but RTG? A remote terrain gear. And to be honest, like we kind of like stole the logo. Uh -huh. So instead of it saying like RTG, uh -huh. CGTH, but basically this is like the RTG logo. So if uh -huh. you use the Google North Face RTG, you're going to see this logo right there. Oh, okay. And it's, and it's basically like, again, this is all technical gear. It's right. remote terrain gear so if you if you see the rtg vest uh -huh. like you'll see the pocket like for the radio and then you'll see like it'll have the pouch in the oh, back oh like, yes you know, yes you'll see the, the the pocket in the back like for the um for the shovel uh -huh. because remember at the end of the day this is all alpine gear yes all functional gear and again it all draws reference to military gear yes if you look at an rtg vest bro look at a at a, at a military vest yes a lot of the features look the same. The ballistic nylon, the daisy yeah. chaining, the webbing, the singe cords. And and if you look at style, North Face, military gear, man, it all it all looks the same, bro. So if you're like into Rambo, if you're into like Platoon, Red Dawn, if you're like into those type of movies, it's sure you're a gearhead. Joey, you're connecting so many dots between North Face and um, Red Dawn that I never, I never put that together. That's yeah. amazing. And it makes total sense. It's like, I'm being honest, like Red Dawn is kind of like TNF. It's, it's like the Grail movie, like TNF yeah. outfitted the movie. So it's, it's hand in hand. It's, it's all, it's all urban. It's all outdoors. It's all gear. It's like it's white all... men can't jump is to like basketball styling or like do the right thing is to Jordan's. Feel Red Dawn is to North Face. Exactly. And boom, you did it. And a lot and a lot and the thing is, um, you may not hear this from a lot of people, because you know, um, unfortunately, I, I dare to say corporate has became a revolving door, and a lot of the people that's probably there now are probably as old as my son, who was born in 1993. Yeah. And you know, I owe his mother everything because she was the one that got me my first pack in 1993. Hence the name Gore-Tex Hoarders 1993. But I mean gear and movies it, it is hand in hand and then with the yeah. visual with the hip-hop and then the music and you know we all again we all love we all love gear man and 
Yo, that movie owes a lot to TNF, man. At least for me. You won't hear you won't hear from the new dudes. They're too they're I've too never young. heard it before. Yeah. You're not gonna know. You know, unfortunately, I'm kind of old. I'm up there in age, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm almost 45, so I'm I'm close. There to you go. There you go. So, you know, and I'm a loyalist. Like, I mean, come on, man. I have the cup, yep. I got catalogs, I got wild, I got my whole family wears North Face. Like, like I, I put this screen up just to put it up. I mean, I have the photographs, I have yeah. you know, have the cups like this is literally my wife's cup by her nice. computer like nice it's a sickness bro what what's your oldest catalog that you have do you have an 85 catalog um my oldest catalog is uh 89 is 89 wow. yeah i'm gonna be honest with you um i had a 87 but i sold it you know on ebay you know because um ebay is a double-edged sword man you go on ebay you start looking for shit and then you see something that you have and you figure like you don't really need it anymore. And you see the price for something and you're like, wow, somebody sold a catalog for $250. you are like, fuck it. And then you sell it. And then you realize, okay, I wasted the money. Damn right. it. I don't have the catalog. You I know, don't have the catalog so, anymore. Like I literally had, I literally had like 87, 88, 80. Like I literally had like the, the whole shit all the way to like, um, what was the last catalog? Damn. Was it, was it 99, either 99 or 98? I think it was 99. I literally had all those catalogs and I only have like maybe like six or seven of them now. Where'd you, know? you get did you get most of them at Tent and Trails? Or just yeah, the majority no, the majority of them I got at Tent and Trails, like from, from the door. And then um, you know, now fast forward, some of them got bent up and ripped up and torn, uh, and you know, sharing them with people, showing it to people that I ended up getting maybe like two of them on um on 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 eBay. But and two of them I two actually one of them I got from corporate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that that's pretty cool because we did a trade. <laughs> do you mess with any of the collaborations like Supreme or any of the other companies that do North Face stuff? Yeah, yeah. Like um I, I like a lot of the Supreme stuff. Like they bring like they bring out a lot of the the homage pieces, like the RTG. And when they brought back the RTG, they brought it back in Gore-Tex. So like in all actuality, like back in the day, I I didn't really like fucking with Supreme too much because they would bring back the classic and then like not bring it back with the technology. Right. But no lie. Um I think I did an article about Mountain Jacket and Supreme and like probably bashing them that they don't come out with Gore-Tex and yo, no lie. The last couple of collaborations, like for the last like what three or four years, all Gore-Tex, baby. <laughs> you know, like yeah. So yeah, I'm dig I'm digging, I'm, I'm I'm digging them. I like them. I like nice. what they do with Mastermind too. There's a couple of collaborations, man. And plus I, I I wish they would, you know, do a collaboration for the urban dudes, like for the dudes that did it, like maybe something like for us, get a bunch of like dudes together like and i'm not talking about cause you know i'm talking about like collector like vintage dudes like if it ain't well, that's like, right he just did a north face capsule that's right did yeah you see, well have you seen those up, up, oh, yeah, up yeah, close yeah, are they nice yeah. mm, the the last capsule they're nice the last capsule yeah he had like a, a jacket like with the 3m all over it with like the, the swirl yeah that shit was fire yeah and he um he has mountain jackets like cause has mountain jackets the 86 the 86 mountain jacket so yeah i mean he knows what he's doing he, he got him I mean, they're doing the classics. That's that's kind of cool now where they're doing the collaboration and they're doing it with the classics. Like, yeah, you know, so, you know, the Conrad Anchor has his own hymn and, you know, Cause has their own hymn, you know, and they it's it's cool. I, I love it, you know, because it's more gear. And yeah. It opens up the eyes to the youth. So, you know, I, I love it. Anything about more gear, I'm, I'm for it. So for somebody that is like, that hears this and something clicks in them and they want to seriously invest in some north face pieces where what would you point to first and 
not only model but like the color like what what, what would you what, what would you recommend somebody dive into first well it depends are they doing it like for functionality or you know for fashion you know or you know like for grail status not not somebody you know like, like whatever, a new jack like, like a new jack now now no in no 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 somebody that like doesn't want to look like a poser right appreciates the the heritage of the brand maybe does snow sports um maybe lives in a city but somebody that wants to honor like what north face is all about somebody that wants to keep it real with them you know aztec blue mountain jacket it's the color that hey aztec blue goes with a lot of stuff and you know it doesn't cross the 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 gang lines you know like with the latin kings bloods and crips yeah and um you know mountain jacket overall it's a good jacket it's a shell you you have heat control you know with the pit zips and it's a good jacket and you can layer it so overall, you know, I would recommend like Aztec blue mountain jacket, you and know, whether, you it's vintage, whether it's vintage or new. And if they, if, but if they were really serious, you'd want to, they would want to look for made in USA stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like if they're, if they were like serious about it and cause you know, you got to remember, like you, like you said, like if they're active and they're in the slopes, you know, you know, that, that's a conversational piece. Oh shit. Wow. Yo, right. is that a vintage model? Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, yeah, I, I, I want to stack up some lift tickets now. Right. And, you know, it's a conversational piece, just like just like wearing a North Face jacket is a conversational piece. Because, yes, there'll be a person that doesn't even wear North Face. But like, oh, I remember those from back in the day. Right. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is this is this is a 30 year old one. This is back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. This is the back in the day, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>